Well, hello, this is Tim Maher, and this is Failing Up. Hello, Jungle Jim, on your birthday. There's Jungle Jim playing the beautiful, beautiful music. Our musical director, the famous Jungle Jim, sitting behind his piano, synthesizer, organ, whatever the heck that thing is over there, belting out all that wonderful music here on Failing Up as I record in the basement studio on the shores of the mighty Seneca River leading up into the Great Lake of Ontario. If you make a right, you're going to go right up through the St. Lawrence Seaway and right up into the Thousand Islands, out into the Atlantic Ocean, just like my voice. Or if you make a left, you might find yourself just heading a little bit over towards Buffalo and a little north to Toronto and a little south, right over Niagara Falls. That's right, right over Niagara Falls. And into the other wonderful Great Lakes, Erie, Michigan, Huron and Superior, these inland ocean, just huge lakes. You really, you ever see um, uh, any, you know, Chicago movies, you'll really see the size of Lake Michigan. It always seems like they're standing next to an ocean when actually they're standing next to a lake. But again, this is Tim Maher and this is Failing Up on uh, March 15th, my third in a series of the special St. Patrick's Day series as we lead up to the great day of Thursday, March 17th. And um, a real celebration of culture and music and storytelling and those that had to flee an island of oppression. You know, uh, the Irish have so much in common and they've been, they've been connected with so many uh, based on that, that, that oppression that has put them, you know, throughout the years of, of their lives, they've had all these uh, situations and, and, and overcome obstacles and many times they had to flee their own, their own land just to, uh, just to survive. And, and some sent off to Van Diemen's Land, which is actually Australia. Others fled to the shores of Canada and the United States. Some never made it. Some went on the coffin boats and never made it over. They ended up uh, way up north on uh, this little island off of Canada, buried with the souls of those who tried tried to cross the ocean and and just never really um, made it over here to the, to, the, to the States and all. But it's a wonderful, wonderful week. And it's a week of celebration as well, a real week of celebration of, uh, of this culture. And of course, you know, there's all the green beer and all that kind of stuff and shamrocks on their faces, you know, whatever it is. And everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day, of course. Oh, I bet you that blew yours out. But in any event, uh, just touching on some some Irish culture that always has meant, you know, a lot to me. And I talked a little bit of yesterday about how I spent time in New York and was adopted by the family at Rosie O'Grady's, which, you know, really, really, uh, really took me in and, and, and just meant so much to me. One part of my Irish heritage that I've always loved and I've always found to to be so moving was you know Irish music, you know classical Irish Celtic music, Irish rock music. You know the Irish are storytellers, and great storytellers, like great comedians, uh, they they relive they relive uh, stories of the past. Many times those stories are are founded in pain or difficult situations, and and the telling of the story is a way to to not only educate, but also to alleviate some of the, the pain. And comedians use humor to, um, at times, alleviate some of the pain. You know, it then becomes funny because they turn it around and it becomes humorous. And um, the Irish songs, the Irish classic songs and the Irish uh, rock songs that you hear through the years, uh, many of them, you know, those songs are reflective of, of lost country of lost battles, of lost land, 
of lost lives and of lost loves, you know, many of it at the hands of, of other countries, of invaders, of uh, political, uh, being ostracized for political beliefs, um, prejudiced, uh, prejudice. And, and the songs then capture that. And, and what makes songs like that so special and so moving, it's not the lyrics, it's not just the lyrics, and it's not just the music, but it's, 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 it's the soul and the pain and the voice, or the inflection, not the inflection, but the, the emotion, the emotion in the voice of the singer that really pulls you in and you feel you actually when you hear that type of music you feel music you always hear that did you feel the music rock and did you feel i feel it i feel i feel it baby but you really feel the music uh irish music you know and uh, many great artists have coming out of ireland as well and um so that's really what you know what i want to you know just kind of reflect on this evening on the 15th but also the commonality between Irish music and the blues, the American blues music. I think there is a similarity. Uh, just like the Irish music, the blues comes from a, uh, comes from the you know the, the South, the Mississippi, you know, and, and other areas, and Chicago blues, and you know Mississippi blues. But but songs, songs of um, feeling and emotion, songs reflecting on oppression, lost, lost love, prejudice, being pushed down. Um, those songs provided strength and hope. Those songs um, allowed individuals to have that energy and not not give up and, and provided a beautiful art form and a, and a release. And the blues come from the soul and Irish music comes from the soul, you know, the soul of those experiences. And I think that's where lies a commonality. And if you listen to some classic, you know, some of the classic Celtic music and some of the classic Irish ballads, and Danny Boy is a classic ballad, but it's actually an English song. It wasn't an Irish song originally. But if you listen to some of the music, some of the classic Irish music, and some of the musicians uh, in Ireland, you you are captured with the political, the political pieces of the music, but also with the um, beautiful, beautiful sorrow and the beautiful um, storytelling of the music as well. And as I've said, some of the stories are political. As we look at some of the Irish. Classics, of course, the the famous Wild Colonial Boy, a favorite of President Kennedy, about the Wild Colonial Boy who was sent to Van Diemen's Land and was eventually um, actually killed in Van Diemen's Land and shot because he was such a wild. But again, a song and a story, or or Johnny, I hardly knew you, another battle cry, um, and then you get into um, some more of those the Black Velvet Band, a story of a man, an Irishman who was taken by the beauty of a woman with a black velvet band, and he's taken by her. She's a thief, and he ends up in Van Diemen's Land, The Wild Rover, Finnegan's Wake. All of these classic songs are all stories, stories, joyous stories and rocking stories, just like in the blues, but also they're stories of um, sorrow and pain and, and individuals who, um, you know, at some point might have made a mistake or inspirational or dying young, you know, and, and the star of the county down and the Irish heartbeat, and the beautiful haunting she moved through the fair, you know, and uh, there's just so many beautiful, beautiful of these songs. And it's not just the songs, it's, it's, it's the artists. It's the artists that have come out of the Emerald Island, you know, and the artists that have, have continued to perpetuate, you know, these 
some would call them folk songs. There's also a, you know, a similarity between the Irish and the country and Western songs. And you also say there's a similarity between some of those stories and the blues. But the blues and the Irish music seem to be so similar that way. You know, and as, I, and as I think about the storytellers, the real storytellers, and then they become the wonderful musicians, the wonderful musicians that have come out of Ireland, you know, the famous chieftains. And you think about all the, the great artists that the chieftains have partnered with and how they've, they've had these um, all-star albums, you know, where they've partnered for everybody with, from Mark Knopfler to Mick Jagger to, to taking these classical songs and bringing them into modern rock. You know, and, and, and I think about the, the great bands, you know, contemporary, with my contemporary bands, which would be old now to some individuals, but, you know, U2. U2 is an Irish band, especially when U2 first came out and the stories they told and the passion behind that music. I think one of the greatest albums of all time, one of the greatest albums of all time, and if you've never listened to our CD, I guess I would say, or now you would put it on, you download. Although I still get CDs. I still like to feel the music in my hand. I still like to feel and smell a newspaper and I still like to to feel and um here's like to hold that CD for some reason I don't know there's probably there's probably some psychological uh, reason behind that that I should get analyzed for but I like to hold the music in my hand you know I got the music in me and I got the music on me that's how I like to hold that music but Rattle and Hum is one of the greatest albums of all time you know and it's really there's some uh, symmetry on Rattle and Hum because BB King sings along with um, Bono on Rattle and Hum and, and, you know, a wonderful song, When Love Comes to Town. And I think, you know, it's just, uh, it's so powerful, that album, you know, and um, that's the heartbeat of Ireland, but it's also the heartbeat that you hear in the blues, you know, when you hear the BB Kings and the Muddy Waters in the blues or the Sun Seals, um, the emotion and the storytelling coming out. And that's where the similarity is. That's where the um, understanding is or the commonality is. You know, I think of um, some of those great balladers that came out. And when I think of the, the powerful, you know, voice of B.B. King and the way he just takes over a song. And, you know, you, you, you feel him inside of you. B.B. singing as he's cranking out on Lucille. You know, the same can be said for Van Morrison. Van Morrison, Ireland's B.B. King. I wonder if I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. Van Morrison is Ireland's B.B. King. And, and, and the albums that Van Morrison has put out, I mean, not just the song Brown-Eyed Girl. Brown-Eyed Girl is a great, you know, it's a fun song, but that's really not Van Morrison, you know, into the mystic. You got into some of his songs and his voice and his storytelling. And he's the B.B. King of Ireland, Van Morrison. And again, he's played with everybody. He's played with the Chieftains. He's sung with the Chieftains. And for God's sakes, he's even sung with Tom Jones. You know what I mean? But uh, there is a similarity and there is a connectiveness between those two genres, the blues and the music that comes out of Ireland. And in any art form, you know, in any, it's the story that's told. And whether it's through painting or whether it's through writing or whether it's through performing, you know, it's always the, the uh, message that's delivered that drives the artistic expression and i think music is one of the most powerful ways i mean look how rock and roll came about you know rock and roll you could be rock and roll really rock and roll let me say it say it again tim rock and roll say it again tim rock and roll there you go that's ed sullivan by god i just found out today from uh our uh our uh, expert our expert researcher our expert researcher 
that uh, Ed Sullivan's show was canceled in March. Ed Sullivan's show was canceled during the Ides of March. Did you know that? Did you know who Ed Sullivan is? But his show, if you don't, check it out. He brought the Beatles to the U.S. and everybody else. But he also, his show was canceled during March. It's amazing. But in any event, um, you know, rock and roll is really a mixture of, of the blues and country and western. You know, and, and originally, you know, rock and roll, they wanted to find white people, a white guy who could sing rock, rock and roll. Um, that was Elvis, you know. There was Little Richard, who was the real deal. But I'm not saying Elvis isn't the real deal. Elvis had a great set of pipes and was talented and could wiggle those hips. But, I mean, R Little Richard was really, the, you know, he was it, man. He was the, he was the real deal. And um, But you think about where that came from and the stories and the passion and the power of rock and roll, especially, you know, in the 60s when it was became part of a movement and creating awareness and, and opening the eyes of a generation and, and, and instilling culture. You know, and then you go back and you think about the expression of the wonderful music from Ireland. You know, you think about all the, you know, I think about growing up at uh, parties at I got my godfather's house up on, you know, off at, on the St. Bridget side of the West End. You know, Tipperary Hill in Syracuse, you had the Tipperary Hill side, which was uh, West Genesee Street over. That was the St. Patrick's side. Then you had the other side of West Genesee Street, which was the St. Bridget side. And the St. Bridget side was... Um, some would say the, the St. Patrick's side was more of the lace curtain and the St. Bridget's side was the other side. But St. Bridget's, they were split by this one road. It's this uh, little like highway, not a highway, but a, a road in between them. And, uh, but they, you know, St. Bridget's would go to St. Patrick's and whatever. But, uh, you know, St. Bridget's, Bridget's was in the shadows of a, of a town called Salve with the Salve Process Plant. And, uh, you know, Tipperary Hill had the green light on top. And, they, you know, you see Bridget's and Patrick's and all those guys. And my godfather and my father grew up on the St. Bridget's side, right? by They went to St. Bridget's school, elementary school, uh, middle school, St. Bridget's. And so um, but he used to have these grand parties. They used to have these grand parties at their house on uh, Labor Day and Memorial Day. The Irish flag would be flying, uh, kegs of beer going, volleyball games and and, and lo and behold, right about 9 o'clock at night, you know, or 10 o'clock at night, everybody would be out in the garage, all the old adults who were probably 30 years younger than I am today, and they'd be in that garage, they'd be singing Irish songs. They had song sheets, and they'd be singing those Irish songs, you know, 10 o'clock in the middle of the night, fueled on draft beer and whatever else they had in them, echoing over the parks uh, behind St. Bridget's School, filling the air on the entire area of uh, what you would call the West End and Tipperary Hill. And uh, the music would just bring tears to some eyes and bring emotions to other eyes. And they could be rebel cries or they could be, you know, sappy songs. But it was, it was, it was, it was a going back into a lineage. It was going back into a time when that music meant survival. Or that music was actually an expression. That's what the blues is, man. You can't, you can't fake the blues. You cannot fake the blues and you cannot fake real passionate Irish music when you hear it. And whether it's the joy or the, the foot clapping and the banter or whether it's the tear jerking songs that come out. Um, you know, I still hear Tura Lura Lura and it, it, it's as if my mom's standing right next to me when I hear that song. What a, what a lovely, I used to sing it to my, my, my sons every night. One, it's a beautiful song, and two, it's one of the few songs I can remember the words to. So, But 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 as we this week unfolds and that music just came in, just came flushing in, and it's all I play. It's all I'm playing for the next, uh, you know, I have only been playing for about a week, right, week solid. It's just Irish music around the house. Everybody, Dad, you got to play that. I'm going to play it again, boys and wife. But it's... um. 
but it's the similarity, and the similarity lies in the oppression and the passion and the storytelling and the great storytellers and uh, the great artists and the great creators. And it's a benefit to all of us who've been able to uh, enjoy that music. And not just you 2 in the contemporary times. I mean, bands like the Waterboys. My God, the Waterboys music is just so moving. There's a song that the Waterboys do with Burgess Meredith on it where he narrates about the leafy island during the middle. One of the most moving songs you'll ever hear. But the Waterboys and the, you know, the aggressive pogies, you know, that get you fired up the pogies. Just some great bands that came out of Ireland. And Bob Goldoff, the Irishman, who uh, led, um, uh, you know, Band-Aid and Live Aid. That all came from Goldoff from Ireland, you know, who realized the power of music. Band-Aid and Live Aid, he originated it. And uh, Live Aid, which led to Band-Aid. No, Band-Aid led to Live Aid. Very good around it. They all do a lot of aid. But he originated that song. He understood the power of the music. And just like those blues artists and those, those bars that were, you know, hidden away so they'd be safe and play their music and express what was going on and have fun and let loose. Same with the, same with the, um, oh, I hear the kitty, same with the Irish music. And as this week, you know, goes on, I just hope you grab yourself some good old Irish music, you know, and classical or Celtic women or, and just start playing it and you'll feel it, it brings the island right across the pond and right to us. Or if you're on the other side of the pond and you're there, for God's sakes, why don't you just play it anyways? <laughs> for the heck of it, you're right there. Uh, beautiful place over there anyway. But, um, uh, just a moving, moving as I, as I, as I um, talk about the music. And I ramble on as we move on towards St. Patrick's Day, listening to the blues and listening to Irish music. You know, Van Morrison, the B.B. King of Ireland. I like that. Van Morrison, the B.B. King of Ireland. Oh, man, oh, man, the shouts. Hey, I hear you, Jungle Jim. I know it's your birthday and you want to get out of here. You really do. It is your birthday, after all. This is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim. I hear the music playing. And this is Failing Up. Bye.